Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now, we hit the Great Midwest Bank hotline and join our man, Henry Bushnell from Yahoo Sports. Had an article on Yahoo Sports earlier today. It's linked at 1057fmthefan.com about the miraculous turnaround of the Milwaukee Bucks. Henry, we really appreciate the time on short notice earlier today. No, no problem. Glad to be here, guys. Thanks a lot. Henry, uh, the first thing that that I I want to thank you for for the article reminding me of some of just the absolutely horrendous moments that we saw at the BMO Harris Bradley Center uh, in that time. I had forgotten about the bags on the heads game, but my man Sparky here was actually. Uh, Hanging out and partying with the guys that did it after the game. Yeah, I was doing a post game show in downtown Milwaukee because in Milwaukee for all these years nobody even did a call and post game show outside of us. So uh, I was doing a call and post game show, and uh, all those guys uh, all came over by uh, where I was broadcasting immediately after they did that game, and uh, that 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 group of guys was also part of the uh, whole save our bucks deal as well when that started going when they were trying to get a new arena built here in Milwaukee. Yep, absolutely. And as I understand it, that was certainly not the only low point uh, of the, you know, so I, I'm not from Milwaukee originally. I haven't, you know, followed, it's not like I've followed Milwaukee sports my whole life, but, you know, it was interesting digging into this to just go back into a lot, an era where I imagine a lot of you guys experienced it up close and personal. There just wasn't much hope. Uh, for for a, like a, a championship contender at all. Well, that Bulls game that's referenced in that same article. I was doing a post game show across the street that night, and the entire bar was filled with Bulls fans after that game. And I was at that game before I went across the street to do the post game show, and they were doing chants for their own guys during at that the free game. throw line. They chanted yes. MVP for Derrick Rose. I yeah. mean, it it was absolutely insane. Yep, and you know it's interesting because. So Peter Fagan, the Bucks president, and some of the other guys that came with him, they, one of the guys I was talking to was telling me that so they had come from they they in, in a in a pre, like past life they'd worked for the Knicks um, MGM and had, yep and they had been on the other side of that when they would go to play the New Jersey Nets in Jersey where it was it was you know all Knicks fans flooding in and then to this, so the second home game to see that you know. To, to be on the other side of it for the first time, just to talking to them, it sounds like it really was jarring for them. And and Fagan is like a he's a you know he's he's very personable, very nice, but he also has like a fiery side to him. I, I can imagine you know being in the meeting after that game, just what it was like. You know, it's just like a, a determined you know striving to be better. Like this absolutely has to change. And the crazy part about it is is not only did they get it to change. But then they had the benefit of the John Hammond draft pick of Giannis, and if he doesn't progress from year one and year two to the superstar that he is now, it may really not be that much different, even with everything they did. Right, and that's you know that when I was going into this story, um, that's really one of the key questions that I tried to approach, and that I tried to you know maybe there's not a definitive way to answer it, um, but to to try to discuss it whether like how much of this would would be improved. It, like, is this just all Giannis? Um, or are there? Would it be better even if Giannis 
you just like didn't exist or hadn't been picked by the Bucks. Um, and obviously, Giannis is the mo- the single most important you know person in the in the revival um, because in the end, fans aren't going to show up. Like if this team were you know in the like if they were battling for an eight seed and just didn't have much hope of you know c- contending, then maybe fans probably would have shown up. You know, new arena, a bit of buzz around just seeing a new building um, that is pretty darn nice. Um, but then it would have tailed off. Uh, but now you've seen, like, they're, they're going to sell out every game the rest of the season. Um, and probably, you know, they're going to start next season selling out games. Um, Giannis is the reason that it's, it's real. Um, the question is how much all the other stuff matters. And I think it, you know, the, you know hiring, like a, hiring a, a third team chef doesn't matter in itself. But I think what I, what I, my takeaway from reporting the story was just that all these incremental behind the scenes differently, differences and improvements, piece by piece they build up and they make this kind of thing sustainable. Whether that's in, you know, convincing a player like Giannis to stay because there's infrastructure around him, or if it's just, you know, it, like it after Giannis's Bucks career is over or whatever. Um, then that baseline that you fall back down to isn't as low, and and and, more, and the other thing is just that the owners have shown they're willing to commit to commit resources to all these things, whether it's behind the scenes or whether it's the players, um, and and that's really what I think the key is beyond Giannis. Well, no doubt, and I think John Hammond, though I don't get talk, but you know he's the one that made the draft pick, and yep. what was he was Giannis fifteenth, I believe. Was yep. it was it? Now, yep. and then took Thon Maker, I believe, at 10. That didn't work out so well, but you hit on one of those guys, could be a transcendent player, John Hammond did. Right, exactly, and that's what you have to do. You you know, you take those gambles rather than take the, you know, sure thing, six-man or, you know, you know, decent NBA starter. You take the gambles and you, you hope that you hit on one, and they that's exactly what they did. You know, the other thing about this is you get in that whole conversation about luxury tax and so forth. Uh, and the transition of ownership that's going to happen here with Eden's having the final say right now, and then Lazary eventually getting the final say, and how both of the quotes that they had kind of differ from one another, and really the only quote that really matters at the end of the day will be Lazary's because it's going to be his deal. Right. And I think, you know, I, I think they, kind of, they, they might have interpreted the question. I, I asked the same question to both of them. They might have interpreted it in a different way. Um, like I think Eden saying they are absolutely willing to go over the tax um, doesn't mean they absolutely will go over the tax. If you like notice the slight change, whereas whereas Lazary kind of interpreted it as like, will you go over the tax to sign these guys? And he's saying it, it sounds like he's saying they're willing to, but it's going to depend. I think the, the, the key part of what he what he, how he answered that question is that they're not going to be swayed by this outstanding regular season, that it's going to depend on how they do in the playoffs. And if they, you know, if, if they, I, th- I think we're pretty sure they're going to win the first round, but say they go out in the second round in five games, then they're going to have some questions to ask themselves um, about how far they want to go to keep this team together. Talking with Henry Bushnell of YahooSports.com, the author of the article, The Miracle Reincarnation of the Milwaukee Bucks. You can find it at 1057FMTheFan.com. Henry, when when you were doing this article and understanding just the the makeup of this team with four guys that are heading to free agency, what do you feel like is the the aura around the NBA of these guys? Are they going to be able to do this outside of Milwaukee, or do they believe it is a chemistry-based thing? You know, 
I'm not exactly. I, I think the if you were to ask that question around the league, I, and, and I don't, I don't have no any like inside info on this. Um, but I think you'd get different, uh, you'd get different answers to that question around the league. Um, I think everybody is of the mindset that what Bud has done with this team um, has certainly temporarily boosted these guys' values. Um, now that doesn't mean they couldn't find another situation elsewhere that would also accentuate this accentuate their strength um, and really, you know, play up their abilities. Um, but they are, they are certainly in uh, probably the best situation uh, that, they, that they could possibly be in right now. Um, the question will be whether teams think they can replicate that situation elsewhere. And, for example, I know there's been rumblings about Indiana possibly being a Chris Middleton suitor. Um, so it, it's whether those teams think that they can replicate this Bucks situation and – and use these players in similar uh, ways, it's going to determine whether Middleton gets the max or how much money you know, Bledsoe has and offers from elsewhere um, and stuff like that. So you interviewed all these guys that are in the article, right? You didn't take quotes from somewhere else. You talked to Peter Fagan yourself and all that, right? Correct. What, Correct. What's, what's the vibe that you got from some of these guys, like you said, that, that came from New York or from the Knicks or MGM as far as their thoughts on Milwaukee then versus their thoughts on Milwaukee now? So it's interesting, you know, Fagan is, he's done an outstanding job of, and he, he's really good at, like, relating to the average fan, I think. And, you know, I, so I, 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 was, I was walking around, I, I came for one day, uh, came for a game, um, and I was walking around the, the concourse with him, uh, kind of just, you know, you know, like 20 minutes before the game or so. Um, and he's, you know, he's interacting with fans, and fans are stopping him and taking pictures and stuff. Um, and from what I've heard, you know, he really has done a good job. He's just like relating to people around the city too, and getting to know, getting to know the area, and getting to know whether it's local local restaurant owners or, or, or people like that. Um, he also, like I think I mentioned this earlier, he definitely does have another side to him that the average fan probably isn't going to see in an interview, or that you know that even that I saw in just in in walking around with him and and, and talking with him. Um, he like when 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 this whole group came in in 2014, they were very determined to just change the culture and you know increase accountability within the organization on on every level. You know from ticket sales up to you know basketball operations um, and really everything. Um, but I mean obviously there it, it seems like they're they're you know they're certainly committed to Milwaukee and they're they're, they're taking this in full stride. Um, and they've certainly I think they would tell you they've. They've done. They've. They have made it. Made it a point to learn about the area and learn about um, Wisconsin and learn about Wisconsinites uh, over the past four years. And I think they. They probably have learned a lot. Uh, and because you know, one of the things that Fagan said to me is to be to have success as a business in in Wisconsin or in Milwaukee or just in the Midwest in general, you have, you you have to be authentic. That's just the only way. Like they have to be authentic in Milwaukee. It's the only way you can run a successful business in this area of the country. Um, so I think that's what they've tried to tried to do, and I think they're doing a really good job of doing that. Henry Bushnell of YahooSports.com. We appreciate the time, man. You can follow him on Twitter hey, uh, at Henry Bushnell. Gary, does Bushnell? Does he got some of that? Uh, that uh, them? Uh, what you, what you call those things? He look at, but not you got some of that uh, binoculars. Binoculars? Yeah, you got some of that binoculars money, cause no, I'm not no no relation to my Bushnell now. <laughs> Damn. That, that would have been awesome. Yeah, we right? would have been talking to a real pro at that point. Right? Really. <laughs> but I had to have been calling you Sir Henry. We appreciate the time, right. man. 
Thanks, guys. Thank you. Henry joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.